It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. All right, it's uh, episode 251. No music this time, because I can't figure it out today. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the brain power uh, or wherewithal to teach you guys to play music for you. We are, uh, this is the new Utah podcast. I think you heard that in the intro probably. I didn't say it to my ears, so I don't remember. Um, we are not in our studio. Uh, we are It's a way game today. Downtown in the Gateway, uh, sitting down with, uh, Paul Duane from the Soul Anarchist podcast. And we were here in June. June. It feels like a lot longer than that, but it was definitely DC. It was definitely during COVID because yes. we took the COVID mask pictures here in the that's studio right. of sorts. Well, it was right after the riots. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. Right after the riots because that was kind of our topic of discussion the lady that pooped on the car and the guy with the bow and arrow and the knife. And the, yeah, so it was like right after that happened. <laughs> Life was so interesting then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still kind of interesting, but less so. Yeah. Well, but remember, before that, porn was the most important thing. No, it's still the most, the most pressing thing. issue Utah It's still had. technically a public Every health day. crisis. <laughs> was our Todd crisis. Weiler is still in office. <laughs> it got real quiet there for a second. <laughs> if people weren't having sex and watching porn, we wouldn't spread COVID. It's true. It's all Just the porn watching. If you thought we had a porn problem before the pandemic, I mean, think about it. People are stuck at home with nothing to do. <laughs> I'm not so sure that it's a problem. I think it's, it's functioning really well. Yeah. From what I can tell, the porn infrastructure seems to be alive and well, functioning well, firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, I need to know those numbers. Like, you know, they always come out with like Utah is, no, like Utah is searching these things and Idaho oh. is searching these things. Oh, yeah, that's porn. I want to know what the last like year has been as far as like usage. They'll, they'll that would be very them. interesting. Pornhub will release them soon. Although Pornhub's been in a lot of trouble, right? Pornhub's like the preliminary or, you know, primary porn because it's like a free website that's just loaded with porn. But they that's got the in name. trouble. Well, they got in trouble for, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if it was kitty porn or what, but, uh, uh, trafficking. All the, uh, the major credit card companies pulled their uh, contracts. They, so pulled they, they pulled out. They pulled out. <laughs> Hold on a second. Was anybody actually spending money there? Well, that's what I always wondered. Like, who is like paying <laughs> for it? <laughs> who hangs out long enough that they need to pay for it? Well, like, I, that's what I always wondered with like actual porn movies. Like, would you actually sit down and watch a whole one? Like, do you go hang out with your buddies and watch an entire movie together? <laughs> your buddies? No, like, you fast forward. You get I, through the plot development, get through the character development, you know. I had Debbie Does Dallas on VHS. and Is it good? I've never seen it. No. It's really? terrible. It's like every other porn movie. It's terrible. <laughs> but I've watched the whole thing all the way through before. With your buddies? Uh, no, because that's fucking weird. It's, it's weird. You never know. It's weird watching Game of Thrones with your buddy and a couple dicks are floating around on the screen just flopping everywhere. That's weird for me. All right. That's just not a thing. Does like, the does the locker room bother you? No, 
Not at all. Oh. But if they're oh. on TV, that's an issue. Yeah, because they're really big. Because oh, you're like sitting, you're like right. sitting in silence, and you can't TV. like walk to the other room, like you're in a locker. Right. It's, it's, is it one of those things where you know, if you if you were to say, you know, the light, that's a really great shot. Now it has totally different implications. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's yeah. all about also, the light. Well, yeah, it's like, I, I understand. Yeah. Like, I, I like I don't have a problem with 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 dicks on TV. But why was it that every dick that was shown in Game of Thrones was either incestual, like sister fucking? Or uh, homosexual, like there were no. Well, I, wait, did we see the? Did we see uh, Tyrion uh, or what's his name? Um, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so don't look at me. There was no good old fashioned love making. No, no, there was a lot of love making, but especially in the early seasons. Really? Oh, yeah. Until Khaleesi, the actress that played Khaleesi, said, "I'm not fucking doing that anymore." Uh, I haven't watched it either, Jess. I haven't seen it. There's a lot of incest at the beginning. People are always like, "You got to watch it. It's got a lot of boobs," and I'm like. Have you seen the internet? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's got it all. I think it's a good story. I Boobs, really what like do you say? Series. I've never seen such a thing. Perhaps I'll watch this dragon show of yours. Well, I've always, I've always had a problem with like American society in general with how we stigmatize nudity and sexual intercourse and sexual activity, but like, but violence is fine. Yeah, you can fucking watch someone murder seven kids at a camp. That's good, but, clean fun. Yeah. That's, yeah, uh, that's family entertainment. You know, we can all sit around the Xbox and do horrific things to digital people, and that's yeah, R- cool. Rambo's Rambo's fine. He yeah. can kill a bunch of fucking random city cops in this, like, small town. He can just kill a bunch of random people. That's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But if he had sex with someone, that would be out of the question. <sighs> oh, and, I mean, God forbid, if you were to see the part of the, the baby feeding... Oh, yeah. The device on the woman's yeah. body. I mean, oh, I mean, if yeah. you were to see the, like, the end of that thing, we cannot have that. Yeah, well, and also, like, who's turned on by women breastfeeding in public? Like, I see a woman breastfeeding, I'm like... Listen, there's a thing for everything. That is. I mean, look, if I, if I were turned on by that, now I'm all of a sudden shamed. No, I'm not going to raise my hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cont- you can't say if I were turned on by that and just stop. And- this interview's over. <laughs> I guess there is something for everyone because there's those guys that like to act like babies and have their diaper that's changed. That's the balloon people. Oh, that's so crazy. Adult the, diaper the baby people that get in the balloons. Balloons? Like, like these masks. Like Bubble Boy? Kind of, sort of, but they're like balloons. They, they, like, they, they like, like popping the balloons. I'm all I've about... I've heard of this. I have heard get of this. Okay, yeah. The balloon I've totally heard of this. But I got a question with the baby, the yeah. guy babies, like the big guy babies. Do they actually shit their diapers? Like like human, like adult Google male it, shit? Chris. See what you find. <laughs> no, I'm not Googling that. <laughs> use DuckDuckGo. If you're going to look it up, up on your definitely use DuckDuckGo. Yeah, yeah, that's Duck, a good... Well, because like... you'll actually find stuff with DuckDuckGo. Oh, I mean, you don't want the internet knowing that you're looking that up. Just I mean, hashtag God it knows. on Twitter. You're on. You're like on Twitter. You can hashtag it on Twitter and find something. I mean, sure. if you go looking for that, then the, five minutes later, you're going to be getting extra, extra, extra large diaper ads on uh, Facebook <laughs> and Amazon. Can you like, please Huggies do for and men. let us know if that you know? happens. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we have suggestions ads. for you. <laughs> <laughs> you might be interested in adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want an adult-sized bottle? <laughs> the dinosaurs turn blue when you're wet. There'll be a fucking ad for mother's milk on the, uh, yeah. the page. Oh, man. That's... Boy, this derailed quickly. Well, you it's know, okay. That's what happens what sometimes. That's what we do. <laughs> that's because hey, uh, we're enjoying enjoying the peanut butter whiskey. Well, you are in your coffee. In that's a coffee. that's a really good idea. It might be worth in buying. the coffee. It's not bad at all. It might be worth buying just for that. Do it. You can start drinking earlier at work. Right. 
Especially when you work from home. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, I go into the office and do it. We yeah. used to have a, a Jaegerator at the office. Oh, yeah. Where do you work? Um, Sandy. Yeah. We took it out. It oh. was becoming a problem. Oh, rats. <laughs> I mean, I'm very happy. I'm my not current, even kidding. My was... current place, but I was just curious if maybe there's a place better, you know, than mine. <laughs> I mean, I you like keep it. your options open. So you're right. sitting in a meeting. And we have to take this away. Bob, you know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be drunk by 11, okay? Did HR send out an awkwardly generalized email? It's been brought to our attention. We don't have HR. Oh. We have, a, we have a company that does our HR, and no one reports anything. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> it's a nice, nice place to work. It's all women, though, so it's not like there's not a lot of dudes there. It's a lot of women. So there's there's not a lot of concerns, really. It's mostly just. I mean, the only one that's really bad is my owner. So yeah, I mean, that's not. And he owns. You can't, can't report the owner. I mean, you can, but I don't know if it's going to change. Yeah. Well, and then you won't have a job next week. So. True. <laughs> Choose your that. battles. Is that? So I got my vaccine. Hey, me too. Was it everything you hoped it would be? Oh, my arm's still sore. My arm hurt. What are they called? COVID hours. arm? Have you heard that whole the COVID arm? No, it's called a fucking vaccine arm. It happens with other vaccines too. I'm just saying, it's, it's true. Tetanus shot hurts like a mother trucker too. So I've been hearing people have these concerns about the vaccine causing infertility. That's yeah. a thing. Have you heard about that? No. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that. I'm I'm waiting until they can confirm that it does. Oh yeah, and then you're just all in. Save myself some money on a vasectomy. Hey, you're just yeah. like I'm getting all three. I'm just well, I'm gonna actually <laughs> get the Ru- I'm, gonna get, in the leg. I'm gonna get the Sputnik so, one from Russia as well. <laughs> That's what it's called, by the way. Sputnik. The first shot they gave Chris the microchip. The second one he gets the autism. There no man, they put a little bit of autism in oh, each one. Both. Uh, <laughs> what did you get? Autism. Oh, <laughs> Pfizer. I got Pfizer too. Yeah, that's the one I got. The least effective against the variants so far, from what I'm reading. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I got a vaccine. That's what matters. <laughs> now I'm not going to get whooping cough from my friend. Oh, wait. That's a different thing. You already did that. Yeah. I already went through that. got the t-shirt. Yeah. Communicable uh, diseases are great. Is that real? I haven't heard that. What? I don't know what. Is anything real? No. That's really? why you're here. Like, what's to talk about real? that, actually. I don't know about anything being real. I mean, it's real, but kind of not. It's real-ish. Well, the whole, the whole autism thing, people are, like, honestly thinking you're going to get autism by no. getting the shot. People are stupid, yeah. and they think autism know. is caused uh, by vaccinations. And, yeah. yes, those people are stupid. There's no uh, link. All yeah. of that evidence. This is See, this is a problem. Like, all of these all of these studies reference back to for the, the vaccine tied autism. All of the articles and stuff reference back to one study. That study references the articles that reference the study. Like it all happened. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Go look it up. Like it, it all kind of happened. And that's like recur, that's, that's a recursive source citation. Uh, it happens all the fucking time where some, someone wants something out there. And so they create a, a, a crap study or an article or a journal. Uh, everything and, just, we can do it. it. We can create our own fake uh, news. It's in, super easy. They're not in legitimate journals, like New England Journal of Medicine, for example, legitimate journal. It's legitimate because before stuff gets published in the New England Journal of Medicine, it goes through multiple peer reviews. Like other people that write in that journal review it and go, yeah, this is stupid bullshit or, oh, he's on to something here. Like the study looks legit. Like the sources that he cite aren't the same fucking person. 
So the Tooele Journal of Medicine is maybe not something we should... Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Probably not. From the old Tooele Hospital? Well, it's like... It's like uh, sites like The Verge, right? Like The Verge has some pretty decent stuff on it, and they do some investigative journalism, but there's like 90% of that site is bullshit, like crap that's not real. So if it comes from from garbage sources, maybe we shouldn't trust it. Yeah, or Babylon Bee is the new one. If you haven't been looking at Babylon (laughs) Bee stuff, it's the best. (laughs) And sometimes the president fucking retweets it as if it's truth because he's a dipshit. (laughs) Well, sometimes... Their headlines just run so parallel to it. so actual good. reality. So good. It's occasionally hard to tell. Yeah. So, yeah, fake news. It's real. Today's it's episode real. brought to you by fake news. Yeah. Porn. Be the onion, and porn. Porn. porn hub. Porn is fake news. I wish porn it is sometimes. Fake news and the letter P. It's, it's only as good as what you search for. It's like news. It's always You're going to find what you want to find in it. <laughs> Jeremy, did you really not? You sound like a connoisseur. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows but me. So, no, I missed the deadline for bees. So I went Saturday to IFA. Deadline's passed. And that wasn't on purpose. But, yeah, because they delivered. How do you not have it on your calendar? Go order bees. Because Bree didn't put it on my calendar. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Does does the date change ever? It varies. But it's already mid-March, and they deliver... First so part. If, like people don't pick them up, can you go get them? Maybe. So, so I, I need to go in and talk to them. Can you put your name that. on a list for yeah. bees? I need to go in and talk to them about that. Is if they don't, if somebody doesn't pick up, I'll. You could talk to Knight, that guy from Knight, uh, whatever. Knight family. Yeah, home. see if he has a colony. He'll he saw might. You. He might. Except he where is he now? Isn't he down? Like, didn't he move to like? No, he's always been down in deep Utah County. Yeah, but that's okay. You can go to Utah County and pick them up. No, I don't have a problem with Utah County. Well, I don't have a problem with bees <laughs> from Utah County. <laughs> I do have a couple of issues with Utah County. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Utah County. But you'll take their bees. I'll take their bees. Anyway, yeah, I missed the deadline because I went in and all the signs were gone. And I asked the girl, I'm like, are you still taking reservations? She's like, no, we stopped about a month ago. I'm like, what? Yeah. I've always here. wondered how they make them in bulk like that. I My uh, my friends are beekeepers, and I saw them take delivery on a couple pounds of bees last year. I, that was weird to think you, you buy them by the pound. Yep. There's three pounds of bees. Yep. Yeah. Three you know, pounds is how they come in three pounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was so weird to watch them load them into the hive. and so Because cause I, I, I have one irrational fear and it's of stinging insects. Uh-huh. And so seeing them in bulk was just like kind of a mind fuck. You so know? I, it's, cool. <laughs> yeah. it's cool as hell to watch. I've raised yeah. bees for know, probably seven-ish years. I've probably been stung twice. Yeah, that's what they were telling me. They're incredibly docile. Yeah, they're pretty, as long as you don't fuck. And one them. time, one got in my sleeve, so it was like it was kind a, of forced to, kind of a fluke thing. And then yeah. one other time, like one got in my hair or something like that. Yeah. But it was a, it was that's not normal. I mean, I usually I wear the mask, but I sometimes wear gloves. Not always wear gloves. As long as you smoke them and like follow the proper procedures, I've never had problems. I mean, I, I hold them up and. Touch yeah. And yeah, yeah. My, my my buddy Grant was telling me that if they, at least his experience is, if they're if they have plentiful plentiful resources, then they're really docile, mm-hmm. and you can open up the frames and look at them. Yep. And they don't care. So we've but got if, them in the backyard with the chickens and the kids, and yeah, my kids have never been stung. Yeah, stupid dogs. Get my stupid stung. dogs do because they <laughs> they go bark the at the hive. And, yeah, but that's my stupid dogs. Anyway. But, I, I got yeah. I got to see if I can get on like the backup list. You, you've got they've got to have one. You need to go ask them. I need to talk to the manager because it was just the. the Let me s- talk to the man who. Want to talk to the manager? It was just the sixteen-year-old kid at the front desk. Yeah, there's probably got there's got to be other places to get them to other than IFA. 
So IFA and Knight are the only two places I've ever got them, but there's got to yeah, be there's got to be more. I mean, you could probably get Africanized ones if you. Uh... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what does three pounds of bees cost? About one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. Really? Which is so which? Much. Well, three pounds and a queen. Yeah. Right, and a queen. Okay. It's about one hundred and forty. If you so just gotcha. got the the three pounds, no queen, probably around a hundred. Yeah. So it's interesting, like the bee thing, because they can. I always wondered that too. And they can just make queens pretty easily. Yeah. They just separate a chunk of the hive, and they'll just make. A queen. So they have. They're incredible. The the large bee. I don't want to say manufacturers because that's not it. The bee, bee, farms. bee farms. Farms. Yeah. They have one section that's just queens. So what they do is they take four or five bars, maybe six bars, out of the main set and away from it, and there's no queens, so they'll make one. Yeah. Then they pull that queen out. And I don't know how many times you can cycle a set of bees before they quit, but they probably get three or four queens per set and then probably, I'm guessing, put them back with the others and pull more out. And it's really easy to, like, get a whole bunch of bees, like, to get, like, three pounds of bees. They just scoop them up and they stick them in a They actually have a vacuum system that's like the one I made. Yeah. They just vacuum them out. And once they vacuum them up, if they're away from the queen... It's so weird. It's not a regular vacuum, but that's the concept. If they're away from the queen long enough, they're no longer... Yeah, like servant to her, so then they don't have any instructions to go off. Because the queens kicking out pheromones. They're bachelor bees. They just do what they want. The queens kicking out pheromones, which are their. They're actually all females. That's why if they lose the queen, they're bachelorettes. The queen or the the bees will just keep doing the same job they've been given. They won't stop. Sounds like people too. Kind of. Yeah. Your boss died three years ago. What? Anyway. Well, this is the only way (laughs) I've ever known how to do it. If your queen goes away, you just keep doing what you're doing. Doing what you're doing. Until a new queen comes along. But what happens is it cycles through and no new ones are born and they just... Yeah. Have you seen them them start a new hive? No. So that, that was... That was probably the coolest thing in helping Jeremy with his hive. Last, was it last year when last, we did that? I don't last know. year, yeah. Last year, you pull you pull the queen no, out. I don't think it was last year. Years. I think it was two years, years ago. No, two years ago because yeah, last year right. they overwintered and then promptly died. So you you take the queen out. You put the queen inside of the hive. She's, yeah, she's in a little box. Little so you put box. a little sugar plug in there. Yeah, I've seen that. And you literally just shake the Ooh. bees out on top of her. Yeah. And like it's crazy because they immediately all fly up and away. And but we we did that, and he dumped them out, and then set the box down below the hive. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to his back porch, they had all, like, come out, and they were all starting to come back to the queen's pheromones that she was just spraying like mad. Wow. And then she'll, mate, she'll mate once. Pheromones are the best. And then Apparently. she'll lay yeah. eggs for up to I want to get years. some of that shit. Not, I don't want a bee pheromone, though, because I don't really want bees to be attracted to me all the time. No. How about a brief pheromone? So, yeah, that'd be fine. Some there jaguar piss. Have you ever like real piss. Have no, you ever met cougar? somebody that just like has that smell that just like lights up part of your brain, you know? Yeah, that's pheromones, yes. man. Yep. Yeah, one time I was in a I was in a 7-Eleven. I'm walking through there and I smelled that. I caught it in the air. I'm like I don't know what this is, but I must mate with it immediately. Was that the Slurpee what? machine? What is that how No, close though. <laughs> I, like, I went on a quest. I went. I was like a dog sniffing through the aisles. Like he's like it was a taquito. And I found. Taquito. I found where it came from. What are the the red hots? I did not proceed. Oh, it's like your grandma. Not something. an attractive option. They're <laughs> no. like shit. Do you have any kids? <laughs> I was horrified. I learned some weird things about myself that day. I learned I can hit on eighty year old women in a Seven Eleven. Man. It yeah, happens. It's, it's okay. You no look, sad. That's why everyone's afraid to go to the seven. <laughs> <laughs> afraid by my afraid about afraid of what you might get turned on by. Yes. 
Are you pissed off about the dog next door? Oh, I'm so angry. So angry that I didn't call the cops, but my neighbors did. I did threaten, though. But then they thought you did anyway. But they thought I did anyways. Did you so, have a bad dog next door? Oh, my, my neighbor, I have learned this weekend, took in her father, who lost his home, sadly, and the two-and-a-half-year-old Labrador. Oh. And I live in a row of three townhouses. They're back-to-back to each other. And it just echoes. And this dog barks all the time. Oh. They don't ever let it in. <laughs> and it's outside? I, yeah. So you no could, shelter. You could leave a bowl of antifreeze out there. Could. Oh, I actually could like throw shit. something over the fence. Right. But the problem is, is your backyard's like the size of... Yeah. Her, the backyard is maybe like 20 by 10. It's so tiny. Yeah. And so... I I did ask them to please take the dog in. They did for like five minutes. And it just like escalated over the week. <laughs> they left it out. It was barking 11 o'clock on Friday night. First thing on Saturday morning. And it snowed in Eagle Mountain. I don't know if it snowed anywhere else because it never snows in Eagle Mountain. That means and it didn't snow anywhere else. Probably not. And, <laughs> and, they, and they had left the dog out all night. And I get that the labs have nice thick fur, but... Um, it was just too much and I asked her to take it in and she was like, Oh, just go get a muzzle. And then she went in the house and still left the dog the outside. The muzzle doesn't stop the barking. So, <laughs> like they don't, they do realize that, right? So I don't know. It makes more awkward. So, right. So I don't know what they did. The dog was quiet the rest of the afternoon because I was working on a cake all weekend. So I was in my kitchen and Sunday morning I went to breakfast, uh, with a friend and I got a text from my neighbor and he's like, Hey, one of the other neighbors is calling the cops. And I was like, Nice. He's like, you need to call the sheriff and like give your story of like what's been going yeah. on the last week. And so they, they like totally told the sheriff there. They like pointed to my house and was like, she keeps telling us to take the dog in. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care if they think that I called because I did tell her I was going to call. So the cops know who called. Uh, last night it started barking at midnight for 35 minutes straight. <laughs> And 7.30 this morning, and I'm just like, I can't... You need, you need to call, not the cops, you need to call like the ASPCA or Animal Control, and they'll start... Our co- the, sher- the sheriff in Eagle Mountain is Animal Control. They're specifically trained. Like, I talked to the sheriff. He's the he, like he's specifically trained to do that out there, so... Yeah, they'll, oh. build, they'll build a case soon. Oh, and the owner did come over. The old guy came over and apologized. He's like, I'm sorry, I lost my house. We had like 4,600 square feet. He's like, the puppy's two and a half years old. I was like... Well, here's the thing. If your daughter screams at her kids the way that she does, she's not going to care about your dog. And if she ever raises a spatula to again, I'm calling the sheriff again. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't know she did that. I'm like, clearly. So wow. that was my awesome weekend. Fucking animal abuse, man. Jesus. Yeah. I can't. I Between can't that and that. picking my roommate up at the hospital after being taken in for a suicide attempt, like oh not attempt, but... Uh, threat. I don't know what the word is. So it was a good weekend. <laughs> Jesus, which room? Wow. The new one that not, just moved in. Not Ron, right? He's no, good. Ron's on new meds. He's good. Okay. <laughs> Still just in the basement though, right? He's No, he's awesome. He actually, Oh, I feel really sad. You'll appreciate this. So he, my, my roommate builds like mini figs for gaming and he paints them like he's got an airbrush or he's getting really good at it. And one of the heads fell in his shag carpet yesterday and it's like a $35 figure and he can't find it. And he oh, was so no. sad. So... <laughs> He needs to put so Avengers of roommates. He needs to put pantyhose on the end of the vacuum thing. No, he we vacuum. tried because I have a new like special vacuum and nothing. It was so sad. So wow. you have roommates, you know. Yeah, yeah, they all have their things. But anyways, I had a, I helped her find a counselor yeah. today, and it was it was it was pretty rough. So <laughs> I like that you had to help her. 
Um, she, you know, I feel like when you're in that state of mind, it's just really overwhelming and she was ready to just give up. And I was like, F that. I picked up the phone the first place I called. I got her an appointment tomorrow. So, well, I mean, to be fair, like at least someone gives a shit about her. She doesn't have any family. So I just did what I, I needed to do. Good. So Good. that was but, my weekend. <laughs> look, you only did it because you don't want to look for a new roommate. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, actually, I'm financially in a position now that I would be okay. So I can happily say that right now. <laughs> That's good. That's but, good because your yeah. roommates suck dick. Ugh, they've they're definitely terrible. been. They're, a, the they're like, how well it was funny because when I picked her up from the hospital, um, and I was we were driving home and just talking, and and I was like, oh, I'm I'm probably gonna sound like a mom, and it just like clicked in my head, and I was like, I could have a 21 year old actually. <laughs> so this is also to this be is fair, like, a <laughs> like at that, I mean, it, I guess at 21 it's not really the same, but like people that are in a situation where they'll go live with a person they don't know, like in their house as a roommate, they're not, they're probably looking for a mom figure. Well, no, she, she was the, she lived actually in the, um, Oh, I can't. It's really old apartments downtown. that start with a B that I can't remember right now. Oh, they got closed. That are no, they're actually out. they're really beautiful condos, but the they're like individually owned, and her owner was selling it. The so, no. Well, only two it does the Belvedere, maybe. That I don't know. Right. <clears throat> sounds right. Yeah. Go with I that. don't know. Anyway, she was referred to by a friend. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I still contend that when you move in with people you don't know. It's that's weird to me. That's really weird. I, I would rather live with somebody I don't know, though. It's too like it's just uh, like college. Yeah, I, that was a horrible experience. I mean, I made a good <laughs> friend, but like I would living with Kevin for a year, I would never live with that guy again. He's a fucking disgusting slob. I had some uh, really good roommates in college, and then I had some real shitty ones. Yeah, I had a roommate Nate after college. Well, like after my freshman year of college, we moved into that. This is the guy that. We had the huge party. They got busted by the gang unit. <laughs> like we, we lived together for a long time before he moved to Chicago. So, but that was the worst. Like we had that house. We had our house rented, uh, on night over in ninth and ninth on McClellan. And, uh, it was him and another roommate, Amanda, and they both moved out of state when the lease was expiring and left all their fucking shit there. So they moved to Chicago. She moved to California. And I'm there for like three weeks. I'm like, how the fuck do I get rid of all this shit? I hate when roommates do that. There was so much stuff. (laughs) And I just had to like pile it up and call DI to come do a pickup. And like they wouldn't pick up half of it. And the owner's like, what are you going to do with all this? I'm like, fuck it. It's your problem. You got a security (laughs) deposit. Sorry, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I can't get rid of it. Like, wow. I'm in my early 20s and I have no means to like. Was KSL a thing back then? No. Uh, no. You know, no. it wasn't a thing back then. I mean, it was. I'm not that old. <laughs> the Craigslist was, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Craigslist was probably starting. They had typewriters around. back then. I mean, this is like 2002, <laughs> 2003, so. So I graduated college in 99, and I tell my kids I went through high school and college without Wikipedia, without the internet. You had to go to the library and do Without a research. cell phone, they can't even fathom it. Well, Fuck, how, I remember going to wow. the U in well, 99. You had to actually read books? Yeah. What? So I went to the U in 99, uh, and I was in mechanical engineering, and I went into an engineering CAD lab, and they're like, oh, you probably can't afford the kind of computer that you need to run this CAD program. I'm like, okay. And I'm using these computers. I'm like, these are giant piles of shit. Like, I had better computers in my high school library than this fucking thing, and that was like the dropping ground for computers in my high school, but I grew up in a super high priced public education system so I was fortunate good times some advantages to mining towns in Wyoming 
<laughs> like that's where they stop. The black lung. <laughs> uh, why did you put bad news on here for an event? It's messed up, man. Who did that? I didn't. Did you put Tony Caputo on there? Oh, that is. I don't know who put that. That's really sad, though. Super sad. Did you say I, I don't know even, who put that? I didn't even open Did the document, so it clearly wasn't me. Who put that on there? Oh, I might have <laughs> two weeks ago. Oh, I did two weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know who put it on there. <laughs> it was preemptive. Well, I did it last about week. Dead figures in Salt Lake. It's because it happened. Man. I think it happened like. Did it happen right after? Right before we recorded last week's show? So uh, yeah, I think it was right around the same oh, time. Yeah. So sad. No, but. We should we should talk about it because he was a really big part of Salt Lake City, and it's so funny because you think of Tony Caputo and you think of being like, oh, he came from like Italy or somewhere, and he was from Price, Utah. Like, <laughs> like it's so amazing to me, and he just created this beautiful food empire and culture in Salt Lake City, and as if he were from somewhere else. Look, yeah, look, white people are dumb. He has the name Caputo. They're like, oh, that's foreign. It's Italian. Yeah, he's, right. Yeah, he's Italian. He must be authentic. Is he Japanese? Yeah, he came over from Sicily, probably. Stop. <laughs> I'm serious. What, I know it is. It's true. I would have gone but, Spinal Tap and made up like a whole backstory about my family. Like right. a whole like coming off the boat story, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that's how you created your food empire. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he turned it over to his son a couple years ago. Yeah. Is it Matt? Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but, but also he and his buddies around town created the old coots that were at the farmer's market that oh, gave yeah, good advice. Yeah. My picture that went viral without me being given credit for it. <laughs> you still, you're still just totally I, um, burned about that. No, I'm not. It's okay. Not at all. Not at all. Doesn't hurt at all when we talk no. about it. My one chance. <laughs> your, your one chance to go viral. <laughs> I missed no. it. It was my I 15 miss them though. They like it. It won't be the same. I hope that that once everything kind of gets back to in air quotes normal, that they get to make an, more appearances because the rest of them were amazing too. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully next year we have the farmers market back in full swing. Maybe this year. Maybe. I mean, it could be when May rolls around. I mean, our vaccination level is pretty high, so. Well, it doesn't, didn't Cox say April twelfth? April fi- April fifteenth. April fifteenth. Yeah. COVID's, COVID's over. over. Yeah. Like, that's what oh, wait, what? This is news to me. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, it's canceled. This is fantastic. April yeah. 15th. Oh. Talk COVID's COVID's the best over. part of cancel oh. culture. I mean, canceling COVID. Actually, yes. if you go to Texas, it was canceled like three was, weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. It's been and, done. Well, yeah. It has been done for to a while. To be fair, so. the legislature wanted to cancel it right away, and he was like, let's, like, what if we compromise and we do, like, April 15th. There's like five or six states now. Well, and to be fair... We can't have tax day, so they're like, let's think of something else to do. To be fair, the legislature was trying to curb the governor's ability to just have carte blanche authority and shit like that. That was a big part of it. Like, hey, you can't just fucking do this thing. You can't cancel COVID, bitch. Well, no. It was more like you can't can't decide to spend a bunch of money on hydroxychloroquine and fuck the state coffers over. That kind of stuff. Like, that really pissed off a lot of the legislature. It's been okay in the past. But starting now, we're drawing a line. Well, no, dude, it's emergency. It's it's like emergency spending. So, like when the tornado, when you declare a state of emergency, the governor has a lot of capability, especially in a state that only meets really once a year for legislative stuff. So they're trying to curb what kind of authority he has, so he can't shut everything down. Which I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good move by the legislature. But I also think, like, oh, arbitrarily, April 15th, no more masks. 
fuck? Why don't I mean? Why don't you use numbers? Why didn't they choose Easter? Right. Jesus is rising and COVID is over. That's right. This would please this would please the Lord. Right. Yeah. And God said. Let but, COVID be done. But isn't he a zombie and won't we then start the zombie apocalypse? No, I think it's a, already happened. He's yeah, CDC alien. already released guidelines for zombie apocalypse. He's not so. a zombie. He's a space <laughs> alien. He's a zombie. He was dead and then he rose. What are you? No. Yeah. No. He's an alien. That's alien. I dig this alien thing. This alien God theory. Let's fucking I think there's Mormons, a lot to it. That's what Mormons think. Exactly. Right? Go get your own planet. And Mormonism is the most sci-fi religion and out Scientology. there. No, no. It's awesome. Scientology Do they is beat way more well, Scientology. Scientology. Oh, flat yeah. out aliens. How, flat out. Someone posted today, I can't even remember what social media medium it was, but Brandy, Brandy commented on it. So it showed up in my feed. But she posted an old Mormon cartoon that talked about how the war in heaven was. And it was basically like some, some, uh, executive meeting where all of the executives were arguing. And then like all of the bad people got like these marks. And then the people that stayed neutral were black and it like suddenly turned them black. And then like it showed him like putting him down to the earth. It, it was so fucked up. It was so, but it was like an old educational cartoon that they used to show in the Mormon church. Here's the thing. Do Scientologists have magical high-tech underwear that protects them from all things? No. Uh, Do they have magical powers that can be activated with drops of oil? No. I think when you get special handshakes, when you Mm -hmm. get to that level, like level 12 in Scientology, I don't know, maybe maybe that's what happens. All I no know, one knows because you can't fucking talk to anyone at that level. To Everything I know about show. Scientology, I learned from South Park. That's probably pretty accurate. Then. And Mormonism. <laughs> they yeah. got it right. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. See, because they got Mormonism so right, I tend to believe everything they said about Scientology. I, they, yeah. Well, like it's, it's gotta be like, even without them, if you look at like the, well, who's the chick that did the thing on A&E? What's her name? Leah Remini? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was a Scientologist. Yeah. Like. I mean, that stuff's fucked up, and everyone's like, Scientology's crazy. I'm like, yeah, but you fucking believe that a guy looked into a magic hat with some fucking gold plates and wrote a book. And rocks. Right? Magic that, like, rocks? Right? Like, it's amazing. Magic compasses? Like, and, and it's not like, it's not like this is it. something that happened thousands of a years kid, ago. A kid, by the way. It was like, yeah. <laughs> 200 years ago. How many 14-year-olds yeah. do Yeah, you if believe? a 14-year-old came today every, and did that. This is Star Wars. Like, how old was Luke? You know, like, this is, it's like every great, <laughs> you know, Harry Potter wasn't that old either. I think it's my just, favorite it's South classic. Park. It's classic. I think my favorite, favorite South Park is when they die. And, oh, they're all oh, in, in hell. hell. They're in hell and they're like, you got it right. But I was a good Catholic. I was a good Jehovah's Witness. Mm, and the Mormons. Like, so who was right? And he's like, Mormons. It chart. It was the Mormons. Mormons was the right answer. And everybody... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the episode yep. of the Mormon family, though, is just the best. It was so good. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. <sighs> and I don't... Uh, I just think it, like, when you think about Scientology, people are like, well, they believe in a fucking space alien came down. I'm like, well, that's what fucking Mormons believe. They Jehovah's believe Witnesses are pretty close to that, too. Oh, they're... Money. Yeah, that like they're running a close third with believing that uh like their whole thing is giants came down. Now whether those giants were aliens See? or whatever, it's semantics, I think. But I think at the end of the day, I'll bet we find out that they were all like hot on the tail of the truth. Well, I think there were probably fucking aliens. like okay, yeah. look, the the types of shit. This is what's crazy to me. 
the ancient civilizations that existed on this planet, the Egyptians, the Mayans, the Aztecs, mm-hmm. like it, you go into the fucking Amazon, they're now seeing with like LIDAR these civilizations that were massive in the middle of the Amazon. Well, they keep finding these giant skulls and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well, and like it, the, the stuff in the Amazon is really crazy because they're like hitting it with LIDAR now and they're actually seeing... Like under civil- the soil? Yeah, like, well, not under the soil. Even. Under the like, growth. You know, oh, under the okay. growth yeah, that, this... that, like, you can't get to. Oh, right. This unexplored area of the planet, which is It's weird little. to think that that exists Yeah, still. no, yeah. but, it's, but they, they're seeing, like, holy shit, like, there were, like, real civilizations here. Like, the Spanish guy that came through and then went back to Spain and was like, hey, I found all these fucking people. There's tons of people. And then, like, a hundred years later, conquistadors come through and they're like, there's no one fucking here. That's because they all died from the disease. Yeah. They all died from disease that was completely... They all died from COVID. I mean, basically, right? Like smallpox and shit like that, that there were natural immunities. No, it was COVID. We'll change it as blankets. Well, it wasn't even that, right? It's just getting exposed (laughs) to that from a different culture. (laughs) But like all of the... Like that civilization in the Amazon, like they're going in there now and they're finding like... They were farming in the middle of the fucking Amazon in soil that had had no business They had satellite dishes. They had pro sports teams. They bioengineered the soil. (laughs) that's wacky. Like for reals, yeah. like the soil in certain spots is not like the rest of the Amazon. It's totally good for growth. And they're finding these like crazy, like, like char, like basically indications of like fire that had burned something in the soil to give it nutrients. So do you guys follow? I realize half of my conversations in my life right now start out with on Joe Rogan the other day. <laughs> I, I do. I do listen okay. to some, he's got too many fucking podcasts to listen to. I don't I, and they're fun. too long and they're often so good. But did you hear the Bob Lazar episode? Is that the alien dude? Yeah. The, yeah. Area 51 guy. Yeah. 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 What, what did you think of that? Uh, I thought, <laughs> so the problem I have when he has people like that on are they won't say much shit because they want you to watch their thing or buy their fucking book. He doesn't have any of that for sale. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was reluctant to be on the show. Yeah. Well, he's just afraid of everyone calling him crazy and that like he's going to get fucking whacked. And his story is that he already has been like heavily persecuted. His education has been erased. A lot of his, a lot of his life has been deleted from the records of society. Like he, uh, but it's, What's interesting is there are so many people who are coming out now and corroborating the things he talked about. Like even, even the Pentagon came out and has officially said, yeah, we have things in our possession that are not of this earth. Uh, the, that, I forget the name of the, the Navy captain, the one that, oh, yeah, uh, cause they started releasing the videos it, of their yep, crazy, Peterson or that, Peterson or, oh, I can't remember, but the Navy thing. captain that, that, that followed that, uh, that UFO around. Mm-hmm. He had him on, he has the show. It on video. Yeah. There's all kinds of corroborating witnesses there. Well, you, it's all lining up. Did you hear when he interviewed, uh, the professor that basically has been shunned by most of the astrological community? Cause he was like, well, that near earth art, that object that did a near earth, earth pass that everyone's like, yeah. oh, it's a sh- cigar shaped right. comet. Like right. there's no fucking tail. Like he explained, like, the speed it was moving at and the the size and flatness of the object based on reflection, like that's probably not from our solar system and it's probably made. It's probably like leftover garbage from someone else. Sure. Because it's not natural. Yeah. Yeah. And he like put that theory out there and then everyone just fucking shunned him. But it's it seems like a totally legit thing. The thing that was so weird to me about this last year is that as we're in the middle of COVID, you know, the U.S. government comes out and says, essentially, aliens are aliens real. Aliens are real. Yep. This mm-hmm. is all real. Nobody cares. Yeah. 
They're well, like, and they they passed. They didn't they pass legislation to start opening some of that shit up too. <laughs> yeah, they like, did. Yeah, yeah, and a bunch of that's going to start rolling out now. It. Well, isn't that part of sp- the whole Space Force thing? Well, and maybe it's because of all of. Well, here's the thing about Space Force. Like people laughed at Trump about it, but the the reality is, is that is the new real estate. That is the new. Uh, there absolutely will be turf wars over it. I mean, right now, I, 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 China fucking smashed a satellite against another satellite and created the craziest fucking problem up there. Yeah. It's a huge issue up there and it's going to get way worse because, you know, Elon Musk has his Starlink system he's putting mm -hmm. up, but China has their own they're going to put up now. And so we're going to, there has to be, there's going to be, uh, there's going to need to be some sort of uh, an enforcing um, entity. It'll have to be an international entity. Space cups. There's going to have to be something like that because (laughs) space, space, it's going to start getting really full, you know? Well, there's so much space trash out there and it's hurtling very quickly around the planet that it gets smashes into things and causes more space garbage. It's it's about to get exponentially worse because space flight is becoming so cheap now. And there's so many private companies entering into it. Cheap is relative. So (laughs) so it's like the movie Wally. Yeah. Wally, all the crap that's in the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wally's so fascinating. Well, and you can weaponize this shit up there. Right, like, the, like legit. If you drop a fucking rod from space, you're going even in a low Earth orbit, you're going to do more damage than most atomic bombs will. Yeah. If, if it can enter Earth's atmosphere and not burn up, the amount of damage that even a fucking twenty-pound iron rod would do is obscene. We need sharks with lasers. <laughs> Well, that's another huge chunk of our planet that's not explored. The right? ocean. We don't need to go into the ocean. That's so wild. Like the depths of yeah. the ocean because we can't get down there because we can't figure out how to deal with the pressure. Well, even yeah. Bear Lake, we can't get to the bottom of Bear Lake. We haven't done that. And that's in our backyard. Yes. Yes. I grew up. That's because the monster yeah. stops us. Right. Bear Lake monster. What do you do? I, when the I loved going to you. scout camp up there when I was a kid and hearing all the stories well, about the, the Bear Lake monster. Defunct, you know? The ones across from back the then, KOA. It's now the person scouts, but back then it was the Boy Scouts. The person scouts. Yes. What, yeah. The what are they going to do with all their fucking land? Because the Boy Scouts selling the Mormons will buy it. They've been selling so on Bear Lake where all those new houses are going up right against the lake. That was the old Boy Scouts. Yeah. They're just selling it off to. They have to because they don't have any fucking money. Because the Mormons, uh, the Mormons were like, "Ah, we're done. We're done with you guys. You we're guys, gonna, we're gonna start our own person scouts." You guys said you're not against gays. We're done with you. And you want girls in and women in the gays? Yeah. We don't. We, we don't, just don't abide by that. We don't support that shit. It's men only. Men only. This isn't the fucking name, boy. Well, it became. I mean, it became illegal. You know, uh, just dumpster fire because once it came out that they had this these files full of names of sexual offenders that they've been yeah. pr- protecting. Like, I think anybody in their right mind would step away from it. Yeah, it's like the They're, Catholic Church, really. Yeah. But I'm just saying. You, I guarantee you the Mormon Church has the same fucking thing. Oh, they, no doubt. Okay, sure. so I had a guy on my podcast. Uh, well, actually, I didn't have him on. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we made Here's a phone call. No, no, all good I recorded start. a podcast with him. I had, there's this, he's a pretty prominent person in town. His name's Mark Lawrence. He's the head of, uh, Restore Humanity. He's the reason we have gay marriage in Utah. He was a huge part of that whole movement. And, um, I, that, that movie that was done with, um, like the guy from Imagine Dragons and Tyler Glenn, all that. Yeah. that um, oh yeah. Yeah. He, he was a big part of yeah. that. And so Mark, Mark's a friend of mine. I've 
I think he's a badass. So one day I decided, like, I haven't talked to Mark for a while. I just wonder what he's up to. So I had him come over and uh, we set up and recorded a podcast. And I thought I was just going to be catching up, catching up with my buddy Mark. But then he starts unfolding this story. And um, I don't even know how much of uh, how much of it I want to tell right now. Now that I start into it, because <laughs> just go he, listen to he basically I didn't I didn't put it out because oh. it had to do with the LDS Church covering up sexual assault victims. Mm. So, like there's a whole cottage industry around oh, yeah, it. Of course, there and is. he unfolded the whole mechanism that that's going on. And um, and at some point, I can't remember. It was uh, there. I have another friend. Uh, whose opinion I respect a lot. And I was telling him about the episode and he, he basically said, I would be careful about putting that out. He's like, I get that it's a great story, but if you want to have a peaceful life, if you like your tires being full of air, when you come out into your car in the morning, if you like not having death threats, things like that, you might want a second, you know, give that a second thought. And I'm sure it's hard being like, I mean, I use the term anti-establishment lightly in your life to want to, expose that or put that out there, but also powerful people. A hundred percent. Yeah. So That's that being said, decision. I didn't put that episode out. Yeah. It's in the archive. Hey, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Are you done with your show? Yeah. But as soon as it, but as soon as it <laughs> no. drops in the news, you'll be like, bam. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. <laughs> no, because no. I haven't, I actually was like, oh, yeah, it's, I've been, I've been kind of quiet. And, I've, yeah. I found, man, the podcast thing has been tricky. I find that I move in these cycles of I'll, I'll go through a season of doing a bunch of shows and then I'll stop for a while and then I'll do a bunch and I'll stop for a while. And, um, yeah, I have one coming out this week, but good. Yeah. Good, Cause beef, the beef chain stuff was really interesting. The what? The beef chain stuff. Beef chain. Oh, you like Blockchain that? With oh, with Tyler Lindholm. I, I, yeah. Okay. Dude, that, that makes me feel so good that you listened to that one. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. And I'm, I'm from Wyoming, so I, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know tons of people like that. So. Oh, very cool. Oh, man, that, that's really encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what's interesting about the whole podcast thing? Like, all, Tell us. <laughs> like, I, I found I found there was a point in time. Like, I've been doing it for, I don't know, six or seven years, and, and um, I found that my motives for creating things over the years has, have changed a lot. Like a couple of times and there was definitely a point in time where there was, for me, there was a lot of ego involved in creating stuff and doing these live shows and being more outspoken and this and that and the other thing. And, and then I, I, don't know, I went through, I lived life and got you know a couple of years older and, and some of those internal forces changed. And I, and, and then I hit this point in the last year where I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm really happy to just, uh, you know, do, do my job, which I love and, uh, make a few pretty pictures, eat a good meal every day and, uh, wrench on my bike and uh, go to sleep. I'm pretty happy with that. And, you know, I c- connect with my family, you know, and, uh, and I'm good. You're That's new really, grandbaby. We'll talk about her. Not yeah. grandbaby. I mean, oh, actually, baby. okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I forgot the, I forgot the technical term. My daughter's Your daughter's daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about her in a second. Oh my God. I love her so much. Yeah. So I've, I've gone through some stuff and, and, um, so that definitely has been behind slowing down on production because I have, it hasn't been an ego need for me at all. Like I don't need to put this stuff out there to feel significant in the world. And there was a time when I think I used to, and that it's a little weird to admit that, but it's, it's the truth. My, you know? Yeah. And, my, my worry with it is always, you know, if you're, you're building an audience mm-hmm. and then you stop 
or you take a long break and don't explain it. That like, and then they go away. They just go away. I know. I know. It sucks so and then, much. And yeah. then at that but, point, but I'm if like, you think about it, do, do, like TV shows are cyclical like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of media season. that are. Yeah. But consistency is so important. If yeah. it's if it's important to you to build a following, then consistency is also super important. And I have failed on that for sure. And, and what's been interesting is this past, ah, this past year, six months, three months, I've been increasingly alarmed at the state of things in the world right now. And I'm really, I've been having a lot of conversations with the people closest to me that basically go, um, I, 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 I don't need to do this stuff. Like I'm really content in my life right now. Like I have uh, people in my life I love. I'd rather spend time with them. You know, I, I things are cool. I don't need to do this, and uh, obviously I, I haven't wanted to do it because I haven't done it that yeah, much. You, you know, <laughs> like I haven't done that much. But I'm feeling this like real strong draw to get back in it because I think things are flying off the rails real fast. And it's not that I think I can. I'm not, I can't save the world, but if I can be one little tiny minuscule voice of reason out there in the, in the sky, you know, the starry night sky, then, then I think I need to do that, you know, and, and getting to my granddaughter. So yeah, that's been a weird thing. My, my daughter McKinley had a baby. <laughs> As people do. And yeah, I, it, it's so weird because I, I don't feel young enough to have any of old enough. It's the whiskey. It's the rum. I, I can't even get that right. You got a drinking full, rum. full drink in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably empty It's not now. full. It's, yeah. it's, it's, there's less. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, All of our Jeremy, drinks are getting more empty. <laughs> Jeremy, your, your drink went yeah. uh, a different color pretty quick. It was, I bet that was delicious. It was good. Yeah. So yeah, my, my daughter, my oldest daughter, McKinley, got married to a fantastic guy, Taft, uh, last year. And it's, it's, she, they've been best friends they for a couple like of years. They sound like presidents. Well, McKinley McKinley Taft, Taft is literal. They're presidents. both presidents. He for sure was influenced by that, a hundred percent, from a very traditional Mormon family. Good people, you know. Did they uh, like you? We've met once. I feel like Taft is better than Taft. <laughs> Taft and I are good. Taft's family. I have no idea what they know about me, other than I showed up to the the wedding, and my brother and I we did shots on the temple grounds nice. while we were I waiting. Nice. Yeah, we drank. Por- I once painted my fingernails on temple grounds and my daughter's fingernails while I waited for a wedding to happen. You rebel. Yeah, my my brother and I, since I couldn't go in and watch my own daughter get married, uh, my brother and I drank shots of Porter's Fire on the Provo. There you go. Now you know what to do. Well, Maya's getting married. His daughter's getting married in May and he cannot go watch her either. Porter's Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter. Peanut butter. butter. (laughs) Or Porter's peanut butter. And coffee. That's like a double whammy. Yeah, that is totally a double this, whammy. Don't bring a flask. We made that mistake. Oh. It was a little Ooh. obvious. I'm pretty sure the Mormon fuzz saw us, and we had to take a little retreat for a minute. But yeah. um, and I didn't do that to disre- disrespect my daughter, but rather just to celebrate with my little brother. But uh, yeah, so she and it, any anyway, um, as newlyweds, they got locked up and in their apartment, all of COVID, and <laughs> how weird they ended up getting pregnant. Wow. <laughs> Wow, we've only been together for a year. And... What are we going to do with all this free time on our hands? <laughs> so yeah, we she just uh, she just gave birth to a little girl named Lennon, and she is the cutest thing there ever was, and it has been the coolest new chapter to enter into. And I've spent a lot of time holding her and just looking at her and thinking about the bat shit 
crazy state of things that she's entering into and thinking about how insane things are now. I mean, uh, wet ass pussy was, you know, the, 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 the big song of last year. I mean, that's the status quo <laughs> when she's born what by the time pussy? she's old enough to like really digest things eight years from now. What's the status quo going to be? It's going to be bestiality. It's going to be, um, sex with minors. I, Fucking guarantee it. That's where we're but, headed. But it's the next frontier. Know, it's man. horrible. We, we're, we're going nowhere good. And I'm no prude, you know, uh, but I'm just looking at the trajectory. But now you have your daughter's daughter. So. And I'm thinking about this. And so, like, honestly, having having Lennon show up in my life has got me thinking a lot more about, like, I, I have to say some things now, you know. And so I'm starting the podcast back up, but it's from a really different energy. Now it's more like, oh, it's like I, I have to. It's what? not, it's not trying that. to make stuff better for my grandkids. Yeah. No, yeah. Like I'd really rather just drink a cold beer in the garage and like tweak my bike and, and, listen, and, and ride it and listen you know, to Rush crazy, records though. and, you so, know, talking to my dad not too long ago, kind of the same thing he was saying when I was born. So early seventies when I was born, he said at that time we had the, what was the Pan Am? Oh yeah. The bombing of the jack, plane. Yeah. Uh, flight jacking. We had, Vietnam just ending. His, he was saying, I was looking at the state of affairs when you were born thinking the exact same thing. And yeah. I wish I could bring my grandfathers back from the dead for a day and just be like, Grandpa, how crazy like, is when this? you were 44 years old, what was going through your head? Were you thinking, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Get off my lawn, you damn kids, and you and your so-called I, music. You know, I, I already it's, think it's, that. I think that too, but I wonder, like, it, is this just part of aging? I think To think is. that? Or is there legitimately something worth being concerned about here? I think some of both. You, or both. Or both, 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 or both sure. true. So this is one of the so this is where I think society's gotten it wrong in a lot of in a lot of respects right now. We we went so far left as a as a society or at least as half of our society yeah. because of because of Trump because of one person really. Uh it just drove people so far left that now like Bill Burr, did you guys see the uh, it was the Academy Awards of Bill Burr just uh, did a bunch of shit like I saw it got in a little trouble. Got in a little trouble. I don't think so. So like he made it. Well, he made a he made some cracks about um you know women being pissed and like he screwed up a, a name of a lot because he he was a white guy presenting awards for oh, Latino music categories. I think it was at the it that, was at the Golden Globes. Yeah, I, think. I don't know. I don't watch yeah. any of those fucking shows. I watched but then them some all. <laughs> some dipshit journalist like tweets like, "Oh, you're fucking terrible, and you're probably married to a black woman because you're actually secretly a racist." And his wife's wow. like, shut up, wow. bitch. And then like a million people were like, what? You're not helping anything by being a shithead and just, <laughs> but to me, like comedians should be able to fucking make fun of a hundred percent. And Bill Burr is not some squeaky clean church guy. And everyone no. knows that he has a body of work. And so to bring him on and then be surprised when he cracks a joke that is completely within his wheelhouse is just stupid. Well, that's why I like guys like yeah. Bill Burr and like Ricky Gervais because oh. they're not fucking afraid. Dude, to- Ricky Gervais, when he did the Golden Globes, was that the was best. fucking poetic. It was, but but through all of this, I think of because I love Lisa Lampanelli, and who's like <laughs> who is not as peace like she will shred anyone, and I'm like she. I haven't heard anything from her over this well, last go, year, and and I hate that. We go back to, like, South Park. This is my favorite thing about South Park and why I continue to watch the show whenever they fucking make them. The only ones they've made now are, are specials. With the, the vaccine fucking, special. <laughs> the, the vaccine special, the Christmas special, the fucking pop farm shit. It's 
kills me. But they're not afraid. It's like what we were talking about with Scientology, right? The guy that played Chef quit the show over that episode because he was a Scientologist. But I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. I did not oh, know oh, that. No, that was, okay, so this is a whole thing. So Whoa. they did that episode on Scientology, the the stuck in a closet with like John Travolta and, Isaac and Hayes? fucking Tom Cruise. <laughs> and Isaac Hayes quit the show over because he's like, you can't make fun of Scientology. And they're like, but you can make fun of How can you not? Else? We have made fun of literally everything. How can you not? Jews, Catholics, Mormons, you fucking name it. We've made fun of all of them. And I can't make fun of Scientology. So he quits the show. So... They fucking made, <laughs> they made an episode about Oh, it. they made a couple episodes. Really? And and they were I've, about I've, Chef and Chef's participation in, in Mambla, the Man, North American <laughs> Man Boy Love Association. Okay, I've got to go back and watch these episodes. And, and I like, missed those. It's they're so good. And they, they piece together because you know, they've had they have a a, a work like Plethora. seven or eight years of his voice. Right. And so they just clip his voice together. And sometimes it's incredibly obvious. It's like clipped together from different episodes where yeah. it's like, Hey children. Why are you blah, blah, blah? And it's just, but it's all his voice oh that they've God. just clipped together and spliced in to make these last few episodes with, with his character. Oh, that it's sounds, so good. That sounds hilarious. Because it was just like a big, fuck you, dude. You can make fun of everything else, but you can't make fun of that. You can no. sing a song about chocolate salty balls, but not make fun of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Like You got to draw the line somewhere. Do you actually, though? Do you actually have to draw a line? Somewhere? Looks like the fun they poke at South Park poked, uh, poked fun at uh, uh, at, at uh, trans people, right? So they made an episode that like a whole series. The whole season was like like with PC Principal, and he's like he's one of my favorite characters now, right? And so he meets this woman, and she's competing in something, and like her ex boyfriend decides to become a woman, so he can compete against her and beat her and stuff. This whole episode's about this, and I'm like, this is great because this is the commentary that people need to like diffuse the like tension on shit. You know, so many there are a lot of societies that uh, older societies who have always had uh, the uh, they have their shaman, the one that's like the truth giver, but then they always have a counterpart to it, the Hayoka, like some of the old Indian tribes would call it that, the sacred clown, the person who comes along and challenges the status quo, makes fun of the shaman, makes fun of the sacred things, interrupts things, and the some gesture. Yeah, exactly. Some of these societies held the held that person up is equally sacred as the shaman because they realized, and this is old wisdom. I think we've lost, but they're, they, they realized that humans have a tendency to become overly worshipful. And, and if we were to like really flourish, we, we can't get too far into that corner either. You know, there's something about being kept in the middle more and, and kept being, you know, invited to be grounded still and not take things too seriously and not take authority too seriously, not take any of the stuff too seriously. And, I think that's that's been lost in our culture right now, and I th- I think that's dangerous. I'm curious about you being a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a really good friend who is a libertarian, uh, yeah, and he raised this really strange, very conservative child yeah. that I can't figure out. Yeah, what do you want to know? I don't know how. Is how it did like, it start? Like, how did it start? I think it started with my childhood, man. You know, like. I had a good childhood. I, you know, when I'd leave the house, I was on my own. I I didn't have to answer it. Well, I did, you know, to my mom. I mean, I, my, my mom tried to be a very authoritarian, but no, I just, I've always, I've always loved my personal freedom and I've always, 
that's just, I think everyone does like find me somebody who's like, yeah, take my freedoms from me. I don't, I don't need them. Like everybody wants to love who they want to love, to be able to explore their consciousness the way they want to. Everybody wants to keep as much of their paycheck as they can. Everybody wants to decide how their money gets spent as much as possible. Like everybody wants control over their own destiny. I think we're all interested in personal freedom. I don't think it's a, a weird thing at all. Uh, what's weird is the Libertarian Party. You okay, know? so you're not you're not crazy. You're not like one of the crazy libertarians that are like abolish all government. No, 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 no. Because the, the, roads, like libertarianism like... <laughs> to me is a point on the horizon. It's not a destination. You know, it's a point on the compass. And and liberty does not exist in a vacuum. Well, you it, said it's... horizon, so you're not a flat earther, right? <laughs> oh my god, dude! I've been thinking about becoming one. <laughs> I've been thinking about becoming a flat earther they're, just for fun. They're so fucking just, crazy. I work with one. For, for, I like, no, you don't. to go to parties, you yeah. know, go to parties and be a flat earther, be that guy in the corner that's just like. Just to see how people react. Like, yeah. I'm devising just, an experiment. Can I go to that party with you? Right? As long as I think it'd guy, be so fun. As long as you're the guy that brings the guitar as well. Did you watch Wait. the documentary? <laughs> how about a sitar? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the flat earth documentary that Netflix did? <laughs> no. You, you should. It's, it's, it's freaking that, hilarious. That, if I get serious about this, that'll be my first piece I mean of they do it they do a good job of like yeah. following him along but then at the end they like force them to do this experiment well, no, they didn't force them they were all doing it right but they but they filmed this experiment which is like going a certain distance and right. using light yeah, and yeah. you know and or maybe flying in it they're, they're and, like using flashlights sure. and lasers and they and can't like, make it work and and you just see like they're like, we're like the them same. glitching like you can literally see them <laughs> glitching like they can't <laughs> They can't. Well, their answer is their answer is well, there was something wrong with the experiment. Right. I have to rethink the experiment. Yeah. Like, oh, clearly you're fucking wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. It's those two things at the same height, two miles apart, you can't shine a fucking laser through them. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, th- I, I think it'd be so funny to become one just for parties. But, but seriously, yeah. back, back to costume. Back, yeah. back to being a, a libertarian. So you, you see it as a, a point on the horizon. So yeah. I mean, to me, that's not. So much different than what most people are. Like they're not Agreed. crazy fucking Republicans. Like on this weird edge of a party that has turned into like craziness. That yeah, they're called Trumpers. They're just the loudest. The thing about for me, this is what libertarianism means. Like libertarianism is all about being able to live my life on my own terms without encroaching on your ability to do the same thing. And that looks really different depending on where we live geographically. Like if we live where Jess lives in a condo with paper thin walls and a dog that you can hear breathing through the wall, like that's really different than if I live in a cabin out in the, you know, on middle of Idaho. on 45 acres yeah. in the middle of Idaho, like I can do whatever I want out there without affecting anyone's life right. if you want to go in your backyard and just whip it out and start going to town for sure no one's gonna whatever to too, i can build bombs i can shoot my guns in any which direction like i can do whatever i can play my music until whatever hour and that's cool the freedom baby you know but um in in a con in a more urban context when you're sharing space with people those things don't work and because you start encroaching on other people's freedom and so to me libertarianism is a contemplation of where does you know my my freedom ends where yours begins you know that's a good that's a good uh, i feel the same way and, and it's contextual just based on where you are you know and and it has to be adjusted now are you a sovereign citizen you know about that movement 
<laughs> you I should become one you. of those that's and a, a flat earther. That's another area of like crazy fucking thinking that no. just blows my mind. And I'm, I, I'm no. convinced the people that do the sovereign citizen bullshit are just trying to get away with it, fucking yeah, not no. actually having to do certain things. No, that's not, that's not a thing. That's like when Peter Griffith makes his own country. Oh, it's a thing. On it's his not house. A thing it's you not, it's do. not a thing I do. No. <laughs> you know what I'm really disappointed is that police cops is just off the air. I know. But with all the shit that I know, happened I know. With, with Black Lives Matter and the Minneapolis stuff. It's not police cops. It's live PD. Live yeah. PD. Uh, we they, just called it police cops. Police cops. <laughs> they canceled their show. And I, the thing I like the most about that is like there were some complaints that maybe they spent too much time in, in bad neighborhoods, but they aired mundane Sometimes they would just like stops. air like, hey, your back taillight's out. Okay, thanks. Yeah, okay. if you get up there, Move there's along. nothing wrong in the car. Right. And I like the one where the lady throws her garbage in the McDonald's parking lot, and it's a whole thing, and they got to call in the cops. That one was good. You I don't know, remember that one. I remember that. I just was it live PD? Like, was yeah. it live PD? Yeah. Well, and that's because, like, the difference is, like, cops, which is still fucking on the air for some reason, has been on the air forever. That show sensationalizes certain things. Crime porn. Stupid, white trash people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of poor, you know, colored neighborhoods. Well, and you know what that show, yes, it's real, but they followed those cops for probably two weeks. To oh, get no, no, two yeah, they're like three months, of... three months of filming and they edited it down to like two and a half minutes. You yeah. know, it's like paranormal investigating. Live PD, they're <laughs> delaying obviously for, for, you know, graphic and other reasons, but it's, it's only delayed 10, 15 minutes probably. Uh, and those, those, you know, those, the, some of it's really mundane shit. Some of it they did here in, in Salt Lake and it was kind of cool to try and figure out where they were. Oh yeah. Where are they? But I like, Is that South Temple? I know that intersection. But I kind of, I kind of liked that show and I really miss it. Uh, but they used to always pull people over and they would have to go through the sovereign citizen shit with people that they pulled over. Like, no, I'm just traveling. Yeah, but you're driving in a car. No, I'm just traveling in my car that I own. Yeah, but that's driving. No, it's just traveling. Well, do you have a driver license? No, because I wasn't driving. It was just traveling. <laughs> like the, no. the fucking, and like they have to it's be trained. If I was a cop, no. I'd just be like, nope, you're speaking a different language. I'm no. arresting you. That's just no, it. They have to be trained to handle that situation that's and crazy. how to talk to those fucking idiots and write them a ticket that they're not going to sign and that they're just not going to fucking pay. Because the, these people just don't want to interact with cops. Like, yeah, I think that what we really need are not less cops, but better cops. Yes, I, training. Know, I think we, yeah. you know, yeah. when, when I'm king someday, when I'm the libertarian king, you know, I think what we'll do is we'll have fewer cops, but they'll be the uh, job requirements will be a lot higher. It'll be like a degree, not only a degreed position, but maybe like a, a graduate degreed position, and we'll. Ask more of them and we'll pay them a whole lot more and it will elevate their position in society because they, they serve a really important what? function well, in our society. When you're king, can we have the whiskey vending machines back like yes. that in the 50s? A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say what, exactly what you're saying. I mean, having the sheriff come to my house last week because whatever my roommate had said to her coworkers that tr that triggered them that thought she was going to be suicidal yeah. like having the, that sheriff show up at my door one he was hilarious because we had amazon packages and he was like i'm just here to deliver amazon packages <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you're awesome sheriff because i in, in, in eagle mountain we don't have a police force we have yeah. the, the utah county sheriffs and just the way like exactly what you're talking about watching him interact with her and just like calm her down and you know, when he, when she went upstairs to get her stuff and he came in to talk to me, he said, 
if I, if we don't take her to the hospital, she's going to think that we didn't try hard enough. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, well, absolutely. But here's, yeah. but here's my question and what I find fundamentally wrong with that. Why is a police officer doing it? Why is that the job of the police to come and help someone who's having a serious mental issue? Maybe we have a whole different section of public servants that we develop. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Like Agreed. maybe, maybe we elevate yeah. social service. You're hired. Maybe we elevate social service. <laughs> that's services. needed. Yeah. That's yep. totally needed. I was, uh, it might have been Joe Rogan's podcast, but I was listening to someone uh, a couple weeks ago talk about uh, a social experiment they did in, in, uh, in some city. I can't remember what, but basically they paired social workers with cops. They've for been doing weeks. it in San Francisco actually for the last like few months. Dredd. Well, no, 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 but they've been, they, <laughs> You've been that's judged. a little different, <laughs> but that's kind of where the cops are now is honestly. So like the, judge the dog, the links guy, he's from San Francisco and he said that they've been doing that in San Francisco yeah. and they've been seeing Huge like amazing successes. things. Yeah. So now mm. instead of the cops going and arresting someone that's got a mental health mm-hmm. problem that's causing an issue, they yep. go with a social worker who's able to help deescalate the situation, yep. get them services that they need, yeah. you know, instead of the cop having to be there because the cop solution, you know, we can train them as much as we want but at some level if you ask the cops to be uh people that uh tend to violent crime tend to robberies tend to drug problems tend to mental it's health too problems, much that's too much it's for way too person. much it's that's, insane and, and cops get like fucking a couple hours of training every couple of months six months yeah maybe. It, the well, scope is way too broad that's it's, the cops don't handle it correctly they get dumped on yeah yeah it, it, we've we've asked way too much we're hiring the wrong people we're asking too much for the wrong people. We're not paying the right people. Well, like, and, and to be clear, like everyone's like, oh, it's just old shitty high school jocks that have problems. Like that's the people that to get hired on a police force, you have to go through like the craziest background checks. Like you have to go through psyche evals. We're not hiring people that are a problem when we hire them. The problem is after seven years of being out on the streets and dealing with fucking homeless people that are crazy and throw their shit at you, you st- Stop caring about humanity. Yeah, it, it, we don't require it has them to, to erode on you it. in a way. Yeah, yeah well, sure. we don't require cops to talk to counselors until they fucking shoot someone. Yeah, that's when we decide you need to talk to someone is after yeah. you fucking shot someone. Yeah, what happens if we have them talk to someone once a week? Like and you it's think just normal? Like you think you had a bad day at the office? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like they see some fucked up shit. It's crazy to think what we what we expect of them for almost no money. Like they don't make that much money. Yeah. I mean, like my buddy Greg, who's a firefighter for Unified when he was working for American Fork Fire Department, he told me about calls he went on. Like a dude fucking cut his own head off with a chainsaw or tried. Oh, like when yeah, you see that yeah. kind of shit, it sticks with you. It's fucked up. And then you have to deal with the family and the loved yeah. ones. And like that, that's so, that's like the, that kind of heaviness is the kind of thing that would crush most people once in a lifetime. Well, and then you, you have know? to, then and you have, have to, to do go it every home week and pretend like you didn't fucking see it and be a dad. Yeah. yeah. And like a husband it's, and it's stuff. Just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's fucking wild. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, it, it, it's, it's way out of alignment. For sure. Well, and, and like, look, we had this, we, we made an effort that Clinton's, you know, now admit they made some fucking mistakes when they tried to like really ratchet up law enforcement and ended up putting half our fucking black population in prison. Um, that was a mistake. Yeah. And if we can get rid of for-profit prisons and fucking private prison systems, maybe we'll stop arresting so many damn people. That is a huge step in the right direction. And there's, you can be the king and you can be the queen. The queen. <laughs> there, there is. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of opposite, I know. 
<laughs> but I think it works that way. Sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll be th- your I'll be your press secretary. There's, okay. there's actually one other thing that would do that, even if you can't get, because it's going to be really hard to get rid of privatized prisons because yeah. of the lobbying money. Yep. But if you can decriminalize fucking drugs and make marijuana legal We're in this country, there. if if that yes, can happen, a hundred percent. Then, then absolutely, the fucking incarceration rate is going to plummet. You know, for all the horrible things that are happening, in, in my view, in our, in our culture right now, there are some incredibly beautiful things that are happening too. One of which is like, like you're talking about. There's a the the the, the tide is definitely rising towards decriminalizing marijuana. I think we're the Democrats are talking about that. Um, we all know that that will only happen once Philip Morris is fully prepared to profit from it. You know that that's that's what we're waiting that's on. Very true. Yeah. Um, but even Gotta so, get their grow houses ready. Right. Right. Uh, even so, that'll be that. That's it's progress. It's tainted progress, mm-hmm. but it's progress. And then uh, the other thing I'm, I'm excited about is to see how psychedelics are receiving a whole different kind of treatment lately. You know, they're being legalized in certain states. The uh, the research on them is becoming way more mainstream. Well, that's the crazy thing. You like, know. it was fucking illegal to research the effects of things like that yeah, for that's the Reagan, longest time. Because Reagan's yep. the one that, that criminalized for it. For the so longest time. And we're breaking out of that now. And, and so on the one hand that, you know, there's all these really problematic things, but on the other hand, there's like unprecedented, beautiful things happening in our society yeah, like too. You, so you, you can do like, there are therapists out there now that are doing ketamine, ketamine tons. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's very mainstream now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and like you you kidding me? Mushrooms actually too. So like my, micro, LSD, micro yeah. dosing of certain hallucinogens has mm-hmm. yeah. proven to be very therapeutic for people where they're able to actually have discussions about stuff. MDMA, mm-hmm. ecstasy, is a fantastic drug therapeutically yep. in low doses because yep. it opens people up. It used to be used in marriage therapy. Yeah, all the time. For a good reason. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Before it was illegalized. Today. Yep. I've so, never been married, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> but but th- this is the thing. Like, once the population goes, oh, this is great. Let's start using it, you know, for recreational purposes. They just make it illegal instead of saying, well, let's 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 make it at least like opiates. Right, where you have to fucking be a doctor to write a prescription, but you can't do that with medical marijuana. You have to go through like a whole fucking series of groups in the state. It's stupid. But you can prescribe if you want. If you have an MD after your name, you can just give out fucking Lord. Well, if you're king and queen, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think I think there's some good things happening in that direction. I think so. I think so. I, it's a little bit hopeful. I I just I want to talk about you talking about good things and you do a your Sunday night burn oh, which yeah. is just like a uh like a fireside a Sunday night it fireside is, which yes. is really awesome yeah. and I was listening do you light to light a fire in here <laughs> at his house. I always light a little, oh, a little some, something's always on fire yep. when I do the Sunday night burn. Yeah. But I just I wanted to mentioned this last week's one. It was pre-recorded because of the issues that you've been having with Facebook, <laughs> but that's another conversation. <laughs> but you, you brought up the point, like what, what you want to do for, for people, like what, what is in your mind when you, when you say that, like your audience, like people in the community, like what you just mentioned, what you could give to people. And I just, I thought that was noble. Well, it's like I was saying, I mean, there were, there were, some years of producing my stuff that was definitely coming from a place of ego and, and, and I'm not claiming to be some like enlightened guru that's gone through ego, dis, you know, dissolution. That's not, that's not it. I think I've just become lazy. 
Yeah, it's probably more like it. I discovered. Yeah, I discovered motor. That's the first step. <laughs> right. Uh, that, that said, though, um, you know, I've been doing this thing. I've been doing this thing called the Sunday Night Burn, which is not the podcast. It's an accessory to it. And it's just a tradition I started a couple of years ago. And every night, every Sunday night at 2112 at 912 p.m. or very close to it, it's a rush reference. Yeah. Cause I'm such a rush nerd. Um, we, I, I go live and I talk about some topic and we, we have a drink and we lights and we burn something and it's just a little, little ritual every Sunday night. And, um, it's, it's the kind of thing that I would want to have in my life. And so I figured like if I would vibe on this, maybe some other people will and other people do. And so I've been doing it. Um, and I, but I keep getting in trouble on Facebook and <laughs> like, well, if you didn't like Jeffrey Dahmer so much. <laughs> I did not know that Mark Zuckerberg had such a tender spot in his heart for Jeffrey Dahmer. I didn't know. So it's their fucking but algorithm. He's well, one of my favorites. It, it's, it, I, I've talked to other people. I've run into other people who've been banned for the same thing, for the same Jeffrey Did you Dahmer. find them on Reddit? No, other people brought them to me. They're like, oh. my other friend got kicked off oh. Facebook for that meme. It's a very so, specific Dahmer. But, it's a very specific Dahmer meme. But see, it was funny. Is, there's, it was there's, a couple, there's probably a it couple things delicious. at play. One, something like that that they've already flagged is, is offensive that they don't want on their platform. It's something I posted last year. Yeah, yeah it was like <laughs> months ago. Just and he just and barely got it. it. Yeah, but, but two... All it takes is someone to report it. There's too many for fucking sure. people on a platform. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's got yeah, yeah. you know half the fucking planet on yeah. it at this point for them to to manually police shit. So 100%. people report it, and then you're guilty until proven innocent. So th- this gets to a bigger conversation. Like I, I I've realized that face Facebook is broken in 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 a lot of regards. Like you. <sighs> A couple of months ago, I got put in Facebook jail for a really dumb thing too. Something that was not, it was completely misunderstood by the algorithm. And, uh, I, anyway, I threw a big tantrum and said, I'm leaving Facebook, you know, and I'm going to go set up camp somewhere else. So, so I set up a discord <laughs> server, right? And the discord server is cool and all, but it's like, it's, it's a, it's that deserted warehouse on the edge of town that no one knows about. That's like, there's a great party over there, but the only people who are there are those who've been told how to get there. So it's MySpace. No, Discord. MySpace was way better. Yeah, MySpace, MySpace was. Great. Do you know what Discord is, Jeremy? No, that's our point. There, okay, so there you, you go. You run a podcast. You don't know what Instagram or Discord are. I do it on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so so this Discord server, I had people following me over. There are a lot of people who are like, "Take me with you. I want to go too." You know, and then we all went over there, and then I just got thinking. I'm like, you know what? Like, I uh, this is kind of back to my original conundrum. Like, I don't actually need a whole bunch of people gathering around in my little spot. Like. I, I, um, the, the whole, the, if, at the risk of being a little too heady, the, the whole idea of soul anarchy is to make a difference in the world, you know, and, and we're not going to do that in some discord server. And so we have to be among the people still, we have to be where the people are, even if that place is a bit chaotic. And so I've had to do a lot of coming to Jesus over the past week or two about all this. And I realized, okay, I've got to come out. I'm going to go, I'm going to re engage on Facebook. You know, I didn't shut anything down. I just stopped participating, you know, and I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to participate on Facebook again. And a couple of days later, I get in trouble for the Jeffrey Dahmer meme, which was hilarious. And, uh, and the problem with it is I'm going to post more stuff like that unknowingly, so, you know, and, but it, it's got me back to like, to your question, Jess, like I, I just hit this point where I'm, I'm like, I'm not really sure what to do. 
I, I don't really need to do this for me, but if it's valuable to you, tell me what you want. Like, how can I, how can I make your week better? You know, like if there's a way <laughs> send I can, me, can you send me delicious meat? <laughs> delicious meat. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's been my, my thought. Like if I can make your week better by putting a little something out there, then I'm totally down for that. Um, I think, I think something that you've created for people and I mean, I've only known you for a very small minute in social media world, but you kind of make think people think about both sides without being like, but this is the right way. Like, well, what about this? Did you think about this? And I think that's what you've offered people. Well, thank you. That's a nice compliment. I got a question for you What's about that? social media and then maybe we'll wrap this up. So do you, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on the censorship that's occurring on platforms oh, like yeah. Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, where it's, there's clearly monopolies, yep. right? These people yep. have the fucking information and data. And like you said, like you could take a bunch of people with you to discord, but that's like a small fucking warehouse party versus the rest of the being the, the town square. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Twitter's the same way. YouTube, there are other video sharing platforms sure. out there. Do you think you can fucking find them on Google? No, no way. Uh-huh. It's only YouTube. Yeah. Right. And that's because Google owns YouTube, but they have the capability then to demonetize your posts, yep. uh, take your video offline. If they find it yep. offensive or they think there's a copyright violation, um, you know, Twitter's the same thing. Like, you know, they banned Donald Trump's account and yeah. like think of what you will. It is their right to do it as private companies, but uh-huh. we've crossed this line. This is a, this is a place where I don't think anyone thought we would ever be where right. we have these private companies that have the minds and, and, and attention of so many people. I mean, Facebook has like two and a half billion users mm-hmm. or more at this point. That's that's like almost half the population of the world. It's like everybody insane. but the starving children in Africa. Yeah, like North Koreans <laughs> yeah. aren't on Facebook because they don't have internet. Right. Right? Like they, they don't have power in most yeah. of North Korea. Look yeah. at it in the satellites. Like Syrians have Facebook and they don't fucking have houses anymore. Yeah. Like they don't have anything and they still have Facebook accounts in Syria. So like it, it's a weird situation. I'm curious what you think about, you know, their censorship versus the yeah. government taking over in either you know, in the U.S. opening it up and saying, man, you can't fucking do it. Like, it's got to be a free platform because of its reach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a couple a couple of thoughts. Number one, you know, my inner libertarian has to say these are privately owned companies. And privately owned companies, I think, by as a matter of principle, should be able to do what they want with their thing. Um, that's easy to say about a mom and pop shop for me. Um the next thing, the next thought is I think we have all taken for granted the truth that if something is free, then you are the product. These things are not free. No, not at all. They sell no. your data. No. And and I love what Tim Cook said the other day when he was talking about Facebook. He gave a big speech the other day when he, he really gave a scathing indictment of them. And he, I'm paraphrasing, he said, at Apple, we make products that serve your life. Facebook takes advantage of your life. Those are two fundamentally different business business models. Um, and it made me look at my Apple products totally differently now. Like this thing is so goddamn expensive, you know, but like realizing that they're making it to serve my life rather than to extract value out of me. I see it differently now. I'm like, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll pay $1,200 for this little, I can tell you as a software developer, Apple's a pain in the ass to work with because they're so fucking stringent on what you can have access to. I find that I find some comfort in that. Um, 
the the next thing that you've brought up, and this is this is a real quandary. There's the philosophical reality and the practical reality, like Twitter. You know, I mean, Twitter is a private company, but yet it has the power to shape society. Yeah. So it's uh, caused what, revolutions, and, and it has. It's in songs now. It is, and and also, I think we need to. I think it's worth asking: What does private company mean? Like, if there are shareholders. If there's a board of directors, if, if your 401k has a little bit of Twitter or Facebook in it, is that a private company anymore? No. It's a religion. It, 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 it's a, well, it's a publicly it, traded company. It's a publicly though. traded company and the public has interest in it and, and in its success. And, and this gets, this gets really murky, but I think we then have to take a step back and I think we're going to have to like reevaluate what what public company even means. Well, because the big difference is like if you look at uh, traditional media in the sense of, of radio and TV, those are airwaves that people had to compete for and the government had to step in and say, you can't, you can't operate here and you can, you can buy a license to broadcast your right. signal on this. Because frequency was seen as yeah. finite. Yeah. And so they created these organizations and they allowed like the NBC and stuff to, to form, and they had to follow certain regulations. Yeah, they yeah. censored the living daylights out of it. Yeah, well, and now, now with with things like Twitter, their platforms on a presumably open area. We'll see if net neutrality actually will exist, um, but they're on a presumably open platform, right? They're on the internet, but it's just a service on the internet. So. But it's a service that's used for everything, for news. Yeah. For and the barriers to entry on. to compete with it are so gargantuan that it's unrealistic. Okay, look, like, yeah, like what what was the, the platform that everyone was on that basically discussed? Parlor. Parlor. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like Parlor, like regardless of what you think of, of who was on it or why they were on it or what they were doing, Parlor was trying to compete with the... 700 pound gorilla and as soon as something came out like oh all these people that stormed the capital were on parlor every big tech company went you can't use our shit amazon kicked them out yeah and it destroys a company and yeah. having the capability to just fucking destroy a company like that overnight is crazy that was me. alarming to me i i didn't use parlor i didn't you know i had an account there because you could I, totally been a flat earther there i know yeah they're probably know, missed right? opportunity i mean i i opened an account there because i wanted to see like what is this i wanted to be mm. able to have a be in the conversation but i i it I didn't use the platform, but that being said, um, I find that what happened with parlor to be really alarming because what, what was, what was absolutely said to the whole planet was you stay in line. Yeah. And you, it's not, you stick with the narrative or you're gone. And it's not people speaking with their money. It's other corporations because the yeah. public don't, they don't, they didn't have a say in it. No, they, it, it was, it was these big tech companies yep. that controlled yep. security and entry and internet and just a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's really frightening. You know, Twitter recently with every, every little move that's made right now, like, uh, Twitter just recently announced a policy about, um, they have a strike system in regards to quote unquote misinformation about the vaccine. Well, you know, so if you, if you publish quote unquote misinformation about the vaccine, you get a certain number of strikes and you're kicked off the platform. Now, one thing we were talking about science earlier, one thing about Science is that it changes. And just because a scientist said it doesn't mean it's true. Scientist is, science isn't about discerning the truth. It's about we haven't disproven it yet. Mm-hmm. That's what scientific method is. And so to hold science up on too much of a pedestal is, is uh, really a fool's errand. And, um, so it's, it's a little 
anyway, getting back to the Twitter thing, they also unequivocally said to the world, you step in line with our narrative or you're gone. And more and more of these big tech companies are saying our narrative is king. And if you don't agree with us, then you're gone. I find that to be really chilling. It's, it's, it's frightening. Yeah. It's frightening. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'm not a fan of all the, like the super crazy stuff, but I, you know, as a libertarian, I'm going to put my, my big L libertarian hat on. I think it is your right to consume incorrect information. And I think it is your right to publish incorrect information too. And I think it has never been more important as people to become excellent consumers of information and they're, that's not being pushed on the people. Instead, responsibility is being pushed on the platforms. Like, protect us from this bad information rather than teaching people, here's how to suss out good science and, and bad research science. It. Here's how to research. Yeah. Here's how to be smart. Here's how to, you know, well, sniff out a bad can theory. Can you teach common sense? For them to uh, tell you what is correct or incorrect information, who are they to say yeah. what is real and what isn't? Yep. Narrative is king. And people are really That's good. Terrifying. People, I don't remember who I was talking to about this the other day, but people are really good at, at policing other people. <laughs> so if you put the wrong information, they'll be really quick to tell you that it's not right. People <laughs> have been trained up to self-censor now. Yeah. That, that, oh, that yeah. happened really, really quick. And, um, yeah, the self-censorship thing I think is, is, is pretty frightening because there are, there, it's a, it's a, there's a minority of people who have bullied the majority of people into being quiet. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. That's not the world I want my granddaughter to grow up in. Well, and I think other people policing other people isn't, (laughs) isn't necessarily a good thing either because who says, you know, what's right. Right. Yeah. And, and man, like we've lost the ability to exchange ideas and debate and to hold our humanity higher than our rightness. You know, and, 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 uh, to just hold space for differing points of view, we, that, that, that got lost a long time ago. I'm not sure where that, where can we come back from that though? Like, do you think that people can find that humanity again? I'm not sure. Our friend group does every single day. We have libertarians. We have full blown like garment wearing, going to church every day. Mormons. I love that. We have drinkers. We have people who've fallen away. We have divorcees. We have people living in sin. Atheists. Atheists. I love that. Agno- I mean, and we have conversations. Oh. And I'm not saying they don't get like sometimes like, but but it's funny to watch our kids watch us talk because you can see them start to panic a little. Yeah. And then. We're still all friends. That's so golden. So I love our friend group for that. You know what? I think what you guys are doing, you know, creating podcasts, creating, holding space for conversations is so important. Like as I'm ranting about all this stuff, I'm under no pretense that all four of you agree with everything I'm saying. I do not pretend that that's the case, but like you hold space for it, you know? And that's beautiful. Hey, we were able to have Burgess Owens. Yeah, on we the had Burgess Owens Whoa. on here. <laughs> I Fact. love that. And he was uh, he was sitting there calling us all Marxist and telling us how horrible we were no without without knowing that we were who we were. He yeah. had no clue who his audience was. Oh wow! So it was a good time. One one last question for you, yeah. uh, and then we'll let you go, Paul. Um, what is the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah? About Utah? Oh wow! That's a great question. I wish I would have done my homework on that one. <laughs> uh, the most unique thing I've discovered about Utah. Hmm. <laughs> a lot to unpack there. <laughs> wow. I think Utah has, from what I've seen, we have an, un, 
a, an oddly high concentration of brilliant people here. That's true. And I don't know why, but there seems to be, uh, you know, like in my own industry in photography, you know, I've never seen, there's, there's not another state in the union with as many excellent photographers as there are in Utah. There aren't, there, there's just a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of tech talent here. There's a lot of, a lot of all kinds of talent that's happening here. And, uh, I think I, 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 I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's our water. <laughs> the magna water. <laughs> the magna water. Not magna water. Kern's water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. It's been a fun conversation. And uh, how do people get a hold of you if they want your picture taken? Or yeah, um, on, I, I'm something. active on uh, Instagram at Soul Anarchist at S O U L A N A R C H I S T. Are you currently banned on Facebook? Uh, I'm. Well, I can't go live and I can't do any ads. They so won't take my money. Yeah. Okay. But I'm also on Facebook at Soul Anarchist. Those two places where I'm at. Uh, otherwise, just find me at soulanarchist.com. Great, great. And if you guys like what you heard, please uh, share it. That's what helps us the if most. If you don't like what you've heard, tell everybody how and horrible share it is. And then share it. Definitely. Yeah, tell just, them all. Smell the milk. Does yeah. it smell Does bad? Does it smell funny to you? <laughs> Are these guys as bad as I thought? Yeah. Uh, and you can you can follow us on social media. Is at TNU Podcast or go to our website, thenewutah.com. Uh, and thanks again to where Chris hasn't posted my blog that I wrote like the day after. No, no one will know that by the time they hear this, it'll maybe be up. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, support local artists, especially, um, you know, I was going to say thanks to Falk Hogan who, who gave us our intro now. I love that. Yeah. Those guys are great. I love them so much. Um, but you know, a lot of us have had jobs and been able to maintain semi the same life, but, uh, entertainers in particularly, uh, in particular have had really shitty years over the And if you get year. your stimulus, buy something from them. Yeah, go. I mean, not if, when you get it. <laughs> and if you ever get a chance to see Folk Hogan live, They're you so must. Rad. So much fun. You absolutely must. So fun. So it's the fun. best. One of the best live shows. Yeah. Yeah. 